Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. I am Jill. And I am Tara. And it is a beautiful, hot, it's going to be hot today, Jill. That's why both of our hair is up, right? Because when you walk outside in this heat, does your hair just curl even more instantly? Yeah, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, like a chia I, pet. I, yeah, I, so growing up, I had really stick straight hair. In fact, I could never even keep a curl in it, like ever. And now I'm like, Jufro, like, I don't know. I kind of dig it because it's like, at least there's like some kind of volume, but it's almost uncontrollable now. I don't know what happened. But you never, I never see you with your hair like naturally curly. Do I? Yes. Well, when you see it now, no, I have done nothing except that's just how it is. It's just when the, it's like, I call it island hair because when I do go to, like, it's just curls. Huh. And it's never happened before. I think it's just probably because my kids did something to my hormones. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. My, my hair was actually somewhat straight until I was like 13 and then I went curly. Okay. Not straight. Yeah. It was never straight, straight. It was like wavy, but it was also long. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay. So Tara, I have, I'm, I've, I'm in one of my deep, dark organizing holes. <laughs> I might need you to like pull me out of it. So here's the situation. So I have a lot of jewelry, as you know, like a lot. And, and I have, um, some of it's, some of it's like good jewelry. Some of it's not so good jewelry and it's kind of a mess. So like it's right now, it's in three different places, all just sort of like jumbled together. There's like a little bit of an organization with earrings and little things, but it's, it's really like, it's not in a, in a format where I can like say, okay, which piece of jewelry would I like to put on today? It, it's like more, more of a, what is at the top of the pile kind of a thing. So, and it makes me sad because I have a lot of stuff that I would love to wear and it's just, I can't visual I can see it so I decided I was gonna get some sort of system to organize and I have the added issue of when I when I go away I sort of store my nicer jewelry somewhere safe and so that complicates this whole thing because ideally I would have a system where I can kind of like easily access and lay out everything that I have and then take a chunk of it and just put it away when I go away or leave for a period of time but it's all just so confusing and I also have no space in my house that's the other issue so I ordered this is what you're not supposed to do when you organize is go and order shit before you actually like look at the stuff you're organizing so what I did was I went and ordered <laughs> like jewelry trays from Amazon and they're like pretty sizable like four big trays one when, when it's like necklaces, uh, bracelets, earrings, and rings or something. And I don't know where to put it. I, I'm like, this is so big. Like, I don't know where to put it. It does. I doesn't quite fit in a drawer. I could use two drawers, but that's ridiculous. Where am I going to put the closer in those drawers? And then how am I going to... Okay, so you can you see where, where I'm struggling? Like, I have a real yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, so a question which I ask myself is why do we keep so much jewelry like there are things I look at all the time and they're not they're old 
And I mean, I probably will never wear them again. And do I think, oh, my girls might wear them? Maybe, but like, probably not. So first of all, you got to get rid of that shit. Like you got to get rid of the old stuff. And I'm telling myself this too, but really, cause that'll, that's the first step is purging. That's a good point. But the prop, the reason I don't get rid of it is cause some of it's like fine jewelry. So I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to like, I don't know what to do with it. Well, I agree with the fine jewelry. I have a lot of like, I'm not, it's kind of junky. I have junky too. Yeah. That definitely needs to go. Which is still mixed in with some of this other stuff. Like, I do keep my fine separate, but you know what I'm saying is, like, that stuff just becomes a burden because it's part of the whole situation. But I think for the fine jewelry, I mean, you could even get, like, a little safe, like a little safe, and put, instead of putting stuff in drawers, why don't, you should maybe put some of that stuff in a safe, and then you put that away so that if it, you don't need direct access to it, it's in a place that you know where it is, but you don't really need to have it out. But a lot of that stuff I would wear every day. Like, it's just, it's just, it's not, I'm not talking like sapphires and diamonds. It's like gold, gold bracelets or that, that are like perhaps family heirlooms, you know, or just things that are, you know, they're not so valuable. They need to be in a safe every day, but I know, but if you, it's a safe as a place to put something without it being like in your, do you have to see it? Do you need to visually see it to wear it? Because then I understand. Some of it, maybe. Yeah. Particularly, like I have, I probably have 15 gold bracelets and like, right. I would like to be able to see them, but you're right. Yeah. Maybe some of that can go in the safe. Yeah. And just like a little safe that you put in your closet. I mean, you could put it in your closet. You know what I'm talking about? Just those little, I have one of those because I, I work with a lot of jewelers and, you know, I have to have their stuff keep at my house safe. and I need yeah. to keep it protect. So I have a safe and I end up putting some of my stuff that, like, I know what's in there. Yeah. So I don't need to like see it. But if I, you know, maybe if I'm like, oh, I'm going, I'd love to wear that ring. I go in and get it because it's not something I need to every day. But I think organizing jewelry is such a pain in the butt honestly it really is I think probably the best thing I have is like the necklace where you hang the necklaces what do you have for that what do you use for that what like the the container that I use yeah yeah I got it at uh the container store it's really just like a plastic plasticky looking and you it has like the little hooks that you just hang your necklaces on and I don't have it well, that's on my bathroom counter. Okay. Because I do tend to wear, I, I don't have every necklace I've ever had. I really put the ones that I like rotate in there. Mm-hmm. So it's not overflowing. It's like easy to grab. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of just have to maybe separate from what are the things that I'm really going to wear? And then what are the things that I don't need in my face all the time? That's a good point. So it's really, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It could be. I think so because when you open that drawer and you see it all, it's like, you know, you're not wearing half of that, but right. the things that you think you will wear where you're like, I have 15 gold bracelets that I'd like to see and wear. So those are the things that I'd keep at the forefront. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to return the shit from Amazon. <laughs> I'm going to sort through and I'm going to do this the way you're supposed to do, which is to sort through everything, get rid of stuff that I really am never going to wear um, and then split up like every day versus not every day realistic that I really would wear. Yeah. I think it's like packing. It's like be realistic about what you're going to wear yeah. because 
you could say, I'm going to wear all of this, you know, but you don't. Right. And I love what you said about traveling. I want to talk about that really fast about jewelry and traveling, especially right now. There's, you know, some places people are losing their luggage mm-hmm. and whatever. So it's okay not to wear your real jewelry traveling. It's almost better. Mm-hmm. There are so many brands. I can tell you them that you can wear. It's gorgeous. It looks amazing. And you didn't spend a lot and you won't be upset if you lose it. So just be mindful of that because the last thing you want to do is lose something so valuable, whether you put it on your suitcase or if you're wearing it, you know, so it's really okay to not wear real jewelry when you travel. It's almost better. Yeah. Yeah. If I wear real jewelry, I will either wear it and like not take it off Yeah. or, and I will only do this with like less valuable stuff. I'll put it in my carry on. Right. And, and, and me too, but I'm just saying if you are somebody who really does enjoy like wearing jewelry with dresses or whatever, there's so many brands that look amazing that you don't have to worry when you, you look great. Just don't, and the worry is not there. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. That makes sense. Um, all right. So we spent most of the time talking about my jewelry organization, um, issues, and I think we wanted to talk a little bit about how to use partnerships to grow. So sh- totally shifting gears. Um, and I want the part of the reason I want to talk about this topic is, uh, as you know, I um, sort of teach a course on entrepreneurship. And this is a question that I get all the time because we teach, there's a section of the course that it's not my course, but there's a section of the course where we teach um, how to grow your business and how to scale and one of the things is around sales partnerships, they call it. Um, And I frequently get like a week's worth of questions from students with like, will you help me brainstorm ideas for partnerships I could get into to grow my business? And like a lot of the time, I don't have the time to brainstorm on every single one of their businesses and I don't know their businesses. So because we only have a short amount of time, I'm going to just share the um, advice that I give them a little bit to avoid giving them my ideas, but also like my ideas are not, it's not good for them because I don't know their business and I haven't spent the time that they have really understanding the market and their customers. So this is the advice that I give. Are you ready? Are you excited, Tara? I'm thrilled. I can't wait. I my seat. <laughs> okay. So the, the first thing I would do is find a group of people who are committed to you, excited about you, passionate about you, about the business. And that could be like your team if you have it. It could be friends, family, advisors, whatever. So find people who are close to you and close to what you're doing and spend a little bit of time educating them on what you're doing on your business. So just like, let's get them the primer on what you're trying to achieve, what the opportunity is, what the market is, who the users are. And then I would look at what other companies are out there that are a little further along, but not too far along to not care about you because you're so small, who are servicing the same users or audience as you, but with a different product or service. And so actually just to back up a second. So what a sales partnership is, it's basically, you know, Tara, you as an influencer, It's basically if you were to go to another influencer and say, hey, if you post about my account, I'll post about your account. Or 
if you were to go to a brand and the brand wants to sell their products on your account, you would get a percentage of the revenue generated from their products. So it's that kind of thing. So the first, the easiest way to come up with ideas for this is to figure out other companies in your space who are doing different things, but targeted at the same consumer. If you're having trouble coming up with those ideas, then look at the user of your product or service. Like look at your audience and really develop a profile of that person. Assuming it's a consumer business, like think about where do they spend their day? What do they do all day? Where do they spend their money? You know, what brands do they come into contact with throughout the day? And then you can develop the list of partners from that. So let's say they go to Whole Foods and then they go to Starbucks. I'm, I'm choosing really, really big brands, but you could come up with smaller brands um, that they might interact with that might um, give you ideas of how to, how to come up with sales partnerships. Once you have a list of these potential partners, then go through each one and think about how you can work with them. List out the benefits and costs for each member of the partnership, so you and the other company. And then you can start to think about what the right incentive or reward structure is for that specific partnership. A lot of people will get hung up on, before they even go through any of those steps, they'll, they'll get hung up on, well, it, should it be a percentage of revenue or should it be, you know, something else or should it be a contest? Da, da, da. Like don't, that's putting the cart before the horse. The first thing to do is come up with an initiative, like a program that makes sense for both of you. And then you can figure out how you each can benefit, you know, equally from that, if that's the plan. So that's all I have to say for, for this, Tara. Um, I hope that was super enlightening and that's my MBA, my mini MBA in five minutes. <laughs> that mean I get like a certificate because I just attended your course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I think all your very helpful. I think it, you know, really helps people think in terms of, you know, a greater um, topic that you've narrowed down and not everybody knows the answers to these things. So thank you. You're welcome. Well, thanks everybody. If you have had successful sales partnerships and want to share them, let us know. Or if you have questions, let us know. Or if you have any ideas on how to organize my jewelry tour, that would be great too. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, pleated shorts, running shorts, board shorts. <laughs>